Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Well, this may not be well named this week in the happy hour. Yeah. But uh, it is our heartfelt tribute to Eric Bollert, who we lost uh, very tragically this week in a bike accident. Um, lost my dog, Jamie, very unexpectedly to lymphoma. So we have had a, a tough week here on the Stephanie Miller Show. But uh, uh, we had to do, take time to honor our friend uh, Eric Bollert, who um, just impacted so many people. He and did. so yeah. um, uh, please, if you tuned in for The Chick That Cries on the Radio, you will not be disappointed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I tried to make it funny so that you might giggle. Thank you, Chris. Oh. Okay, well, if you tune in for the chick that cries on the radio, you're going to get your money's worth <laughs> yeah. today. Jody, thanks yeah. for coming, honey. Of course. Ah, okay. Well, I know. Uh, we're going to hear from all of our regulars today. Um, because uh, we're all obviously in shock. We've had a loss in the family. Uh, Eric Bullard was killed in a bike accident, as you probably know. The same day my dog Jamie died. Unexpectedly, so um, you know what, you universe. First of all, who brought the tissues? Are there any tissues yeah, around? I know. I'll there go get some. There are not. Is there extra charges for the snot today, or no? Uh, oh, Jody's going for tissues because okay. that's what good friends do. Yeah. Okay, every <laughs> Jody's become like the you know harbinger of bad news. People are like when I tune right. in and Jody's guest hosting, I know something horrible has right. happened. Yeah. Um. So yes, thank you, Gus. Uh, now I can't. What day is it, Travis? It's Thursday. Thursday. Ah. Okay. The longest week This has been the longest year of my life yesterday. Uh, okay. And by so, year, you mean this week, right? Yeah. Oh, thank you, honey. Thank okay. You, All right. Okay. <laughs> Napkins. Oh, do you need one too? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Well, you're the one oh, that did the you. montage thank to you. yourself. I can go okay. upstairs and get 
So. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> no, I, you know, I, thank you guys. You all said take all the time you need. And I said, you know, I can't. We have to be here for Eric because we've had yeah. a death in the family. And we're all, you know, what did we say, Travis, yesterday? Just the same words. We're all just shocked. We're numb. numb. Yeah. We're broken. We're just, uh, you know, processing like you are. It just was, it's just, uh, and I think everybody knows how much we loved it. We were saying, Chris, he's our longest time. He and Carl Frischer are long. They it's like six, it's, it's 16 years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No longer than that, I thought. But yeah, yeah. Well, this version well, of the show is right. He, well, he's been here since the very beginning, every Monday, and I, there's just going to be a giant hole yeah. in my heart, and then you know, and yeah. uh, in my show, and you know, every Monday at seven uh, Pacific is just uh, he is my sanity, you know, my rock, and it's uh, he, and uh, you know, the word I kept seeing on Twitter over and over is irreplaceable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He really is. There's n- nobody that does what eric does you know yeah. and uh um you know bob seska and i bob hopefully will join us later as cyclists we're just being killed in a bike accident is obviously close sure. to home for a lot of us and sure. it uh 57 and uh his wife and kids my heart just breaks but you know his work is so essential and i just like all i can think of jody is this that we have to we have to now we have to all be eric yeah we all have to be eric we have to especially now especially with our democracy hanging in the balance and the midterms coming up, like we have to do this for Eric. It's our job to call out the truth, right? To call out to do in every way we can to everyone we can, mm-hmm. right? To point out what the media, how, where the media is failing our democracy, right? And turn out in the midterms, you know, Eric will see it. Eric will see all the smirks wiped off all those pundits' faces, yeah. right? That, oh, the, you know, Democrats are definitely going to lose the midterms in a landslide, right? Let's prove it wrong, you know? Yeah. Um, and he's reunited with Fern. <laughs> who's made many, many a <laughs> video appearance on the Stephanie Miller show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Also, uh, my soulmate, Jamie, died. Yep. Uh, really kind of unexpectedly you know Jody all my peers have lived to 13 uh-huh. I mean giant breeds their age range is 8 to 12 but they all of my peers have lived to 13 and this was Jamie's was just 6, six yeah. and you know she's my cuddle bug she yeah. used to sit in my lap on the and she weighs a lot <laughs> <laughs> in my lap you know in the bark lounger she, she slept on my chest every night I had to actually wedge my body under her 100 pound body because <laughs> She would be in my spot, so I had to wedge myself under her. And that's, uh, you know, so you can imagine. It's just, uh, I only noticed the lumps like three weeks ago yeah. or something. And in the middle of that, my mother fell and broke her leg. And I had to fly back to North Carolina. And so, oh, by the way, we got the cytology report back yesterday, the day after she died. And it oh. was lymphoma. So that's okay. good to have that information. Now, a warning. Oh. This is my own sound bites playing in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, long story, tests, you know, blood yeah. tests and now cytology. A warning. X-rays, didn't know what was wrong. I was waiting for results and, uh, you know, finally took her to the hospital. And uh, and then that night I got the call in the middle of the night that yeah, she was, they thought she was going to pass. And so I went and uh, helped her over the bridge because she was suffering, you know. But uh, it's a very aggressive, very fast moving. And they weren't sure. They, when the blood came back, they thought it could have been even a snake bite or some venom. And so I rushed oh, her God. there thinking, you know, like, oh, maybe it's something unrelated to the lumps. And anyway, so, um, yeah, that was very fast. I guess that's the blessing that she did not, you know, suffer a long time. I'm, we've all had dogs that had long declines, but it's just such a shock. You know, I just it was eight months ago. I lost Fred mm-hmm. and got Colonel Steve Austin, who was without Jamie Summers this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
was really sad. But I got him to be Jamie's playmate because Jamie was so sad when Fred died. And now, you know, old Colonel's only 11 months old. Ugh, and it's just the whole thing, you know. I came home and she, he's smelling her all over yeah. me. And it's just sad and wouldn't eat. And, ah, oh, it's just dogs are so... Uh, intuitive you know like he's uh, sad too so anyway and then it just and then later the same day we hear about eric and it's just beyond uh feels like beyond bearing sometimes right i mean mm-hmm. i and i gotta say like leading a social media i'm so um i'm so happy and so proud you know that so many people feel the same way we do about eric and there's so much uh just when i recover and then joy reed did a shout out and you know what i mean it's just that he is such a um, important He's such an important voice, and I think, uh, I don't know, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to put in words, like, I, I, everything would make me cry more, this one, hang on, trying to get my favorites, this one, hang on, who's this, ah, Jim, I'm sorry, can't see through my tears, Jim (laughs) tweeted, truly a loss for our world, he was the closest person in my lifetime to rival the impact of Edward R. Murrow. Ironically, as I looked up his name to verify spelling, I came to find out he also died at age 57 in April. Oh, wow. Rest in peace, Eric Bowler. You were our Edward Armorrow. And then this one that I hope is true. Emmy says, uh, ah, you told Eric each and every week that you loved him. You held nothing back. When he was your guest, he smiled like a happy child getting a gold star. You gave him your love and admiration every week. You could have done nothing more to show validation and love. I hope so. I hope he... Yeah. I mean, just Monday, you know, like you think if you knew that's the last time you were going to say goodbye. And then he did that extra quick. He can't wait to get off the phone with me that he's been doing for 15 years. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It was always like, okay, bye-bye. And he was already, and I was thinking the last goodbye was right too soon. Too quick, Eric. Eric, great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye-bye. All right. Okay, bye-bye. I had to find We joked about that for 16 years. Yes, we did. Men cannot wait to get off the phone with me. <laughs> Damn it, Eric, right? That's yeah. figured his last one was too quick, too. You know, it's like he had to go just too soon. And it, it's, uh, oh, I'm just so heartbroken for his, mm-hmm. his he was about to set, um, celebrate his 30th wedding anniversary. Yeah. and he, uh, pa- he passed away that night that we talked to him. He did. I know. It was Monday night. It was Monday night, and I just thought of, he wrote that great last piece, you know, yeah. why is oh, the media rooting against Biden? Yeah. And that uh, I quoted from, right, on Monday, even after he was gone, I, you know, missed some of the, because, yeah. you know, we were saying he's so prolific that he would put out stuff that morning, right. which I'd prep for the day before Could what he'd done, and he'd already, him. yeah, yeah, done more. And uh, he just, he cared. He really cared, you know, and it's... Uh, Anyway, just yeah. a heartbreaking, devastating loss. It's worth pointing out, too, that, that piece that you're talking about and a yeah. lot of his pieces. Yeah. He read those pieces on PressRun.media. You can go yeah, there and you hear can him listen reading to those yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. His yeah. voice. Yeah. He so reads them you, in his voice Yeah, yeah. at PressRun.media. So that's, that's, if you want to yeah. remember Eric, that's, that's yeah. one way you can remember him and, and listen to his, his words and how yeah. important they were. Yeah. And we have a whole bunch of them in um, the Stephanie Miller Happy Hour Extra uh, podcast yeah. feed. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is not going to be a normal show. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we were saying that it's just, I guess everything going on is genocide in Ukraine. It's just loss, you know, and we've all been through it. You know, Jody, I'm looking at you and your sister's loss, I know, is so devastating for you. You've been through actually a ton of loss. And it's, and I'm like, you know, in the parking lot waiting to hear about my dog and I, my brother, call, and I'm like, oh my God, no, not, you know, because my mom's 99 and she just, right. 
got discharged from the hospital yesterday from a broken femur. And I know where we are in that story, you know, and it's just like every time the phone, you know, you're in that place every time the phone rings, you know. I was waiting for, the, you know, the veterinarian and my, you know, going, yeah. oh, God, please let so my mom. She's already beaten the odds. You know, it's like yeah. 50-50 that you even get out of the hospital at 99 yeah. after a broken femur, you know. So she's out and like in rehab yesterday trying to and it's just it, it's like her courage just kills me you know it's just like i i'm it's a lot jody it's a lot I know, right honey. now it's really a lot but anyway i know and i'm like i look at you i look at a lot of people i know you know that uh we've all been through and i th- you know by, by the way if you want to call and share your losses if you want to talk about eric we're, we're sort of just going to soldier through this today so we've reached out to all our regulars i mean john and frangelo will hear from tomorrow as yeah. we normally do on friday but otherwise we're gonna obviously carl and dana and everybody who's regular today it is and then uh i know, know the uh our, charlie our, pierce were a beautiful piece of course he did yeah called him the only uh what did he call him oh boy it feels like that uh charlie's such a beautiful writer too he, he is, is. He Lord. is. Uh, one of the only media critics who mattered has died at 57 um so yeah, we're all sort of we're all trying to get through this today. I'm ugh, I, I'm sorry if I don't grab your tweet. There's just a lot. Rex said uh, there are no words to describe the shock and sadness we all feel about losing Eric. We need to honor him by carrying on his work, and that's exactly what I just loved hearing people say that and realizing that you know it's. Like, I mean, look at Obama being at the White House this week. It's like we're the ones we're waiting for. Yeah. Now more than ever, right? Like you know, just you saw Obama, and you know. You think, oh my God, hope, hope again. Like, remember when we felt hope? And I just, okay. Uh, Paladin tweeted, I love all the regulars on the show, but for me, Eric Bollert was the person who set the tone for how I look at mainstream media political coverage. I don't think he's replaceable. Uh, that is true. One last. Lee uh, said, Steph has a way of sharing her friends where I think they're my friends too. The entire Stephanie Miller audience has lost someone special to us. Condolence to Stephanie and Eric's family. It, it is. It's what I said. I think Dana said, take more time off. And I said, I can't, you know, yeah. we're family. That's what you do, right? You're yeah. family and we're going to have to get through this together, right? Don't give me a time check. I see you looking at your... <laughs> Don't time check me today. No, I, I actually got a text on my watch. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't, don't anyone make any no, sudden movements. It, no. <laughs> Although we do need to break. I, I have overstarted <laughs> response. Okay. All right. And uh, Carl Frisch, our other longtime uh, uh, regular coming up uh, first to talk about Eric. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. We are uh, remembering our colder this morning. And also, uh, if it seems quiet, it's because there's no uh, barking from Jamie. Hmm. 
Okay. <laughs> um, I just have to say Aaron Rupar wrote another beautiful piece that uh, kind of what a lot of people have said, Jody, about, you know, most importantly, Bullard's sudden passing is a reminder that none of us can take tomorrow for granted. But, you know, he quoted from his latest, his last piece on yeah. Monday that we I quoted from piece. and that we talked about, which why this goes to how critical Eric is, was, is. Um, just, but he, also he's the only person that can help me survive Chuck Todd. <laughs> he wrote, Sunday's Meet the Press Roundtable featured two segments with assemb- assembled pundits, Eric writes. One focused on how uh, immigration might be a problem for Democrats in the midterms. The other on how Trump might be a problem for Democrats in the midterms. As usual, Biden's historic economic record was ignored. That's why, according to a recent poll, 37% of Americans think the economy lost jobs over the last year when it's gained $7 million. Um, just 28% of people know that jobs were up. Virtually all the Beltway coverage today agrees on this central point. When it comes to the economy, Biden's approval rating is taking a hit because Americans are freaked out by inflation. But maybe it's taking a hit because Americans are under the false impression that jobs are disappearing. Mm-hmm. Voters don't know what they don't know because the press isn't interested in telling them about record job success and an economy that is years ahead of where experts thought it would be coming out of a global pandemic. Um, that's why exactly it's so critical mm-hmm. right now before the midterms with democracy hanging in the balance you know not just in ukraine here mm-hmm. and eric's voice is lost and we have got to step into the the fray for him you know i mean it's it's when you people say like oh that's what he would have wanted it's like you know that's what he's wanted because that's what he dedicated his life to you know is to telling the truth and to trying him he really cared and it's um we're not jingling today hi carl fresh good morning <laughs> uh, Longest time we had to figure that out yesterday. So I think we're 16 years this iteration of the show, well, and we, you and Eric are our first. You've been with us yeah, since we, the beginning. We didn't start having regulars until about 2009, though. The, our, this version of the show started in 2004. Right. We didn't start having regulars until about 2009. Right. Yeah. Well, but, I didn't know about it. Carl Frisch. If I had, <laughs> but Carl he would have been with Carl me since and, birth. The Carl and Eric started the very the fir- the same week, <laughs> and that was the original Right Wing World. Right. It was. Yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah. We had you on for Right Wing World. Yeah. 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 I remember um, the first time we got the call. Uh, I was at, we were at Media Matters at the same time together, um, and we had been reaching out to Progressive Talk Radio to try and get our our work out there. Yep. And we started listening to your show, and Right Wing World caught our attention. And you didn't know and, that you'd be getting a fifteen year booking, did you? <laughs> had you known what we were committing to, you and Eric? Yeah. <laughs> No, but I remember at first it didn't start as a, a regular kind of weekly thing. Mm-hmm. And I got so jealous when Eric did start <laughs> as a as a weekly thing. That was um, by design. <laughs> <laughs> we always pitted you against each other. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. I was like in my mid-20s when uh, I started working with Eric. And um, I always admired his... I remember telling friends, I'm like, I'm working with a guy who used to write for Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was the coolest People, thing in the world. Yeah. By the way, play your favorite music today for uh, uh, for Eric. You know, Rude Pundit, I, who maybe will hopefully join us too today, yeah, talked will. about how they talked about their love of music a lot. It, you know, Yeah. Eric worked for uh, Billboard, Rolling Stone too. and Billboard. Yeah. 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 Right. Something else that was um, also on... on Press run. Yeah, I, I I didn't always include it for you. Yeah, but at the end of at the every end, one of yeah, his he always talked about columns, music. Yeah. yeah, he always had um, you know, yeah. the good stuff, which is good news, and mm-hmm. the fun stuff was him highlighting some music that he had found yep. that brought yeah. him joy. Yeah. So if you if you if you need well, a, that's the thing, playlist, Carl. You know, if you knew him like most of us all knew him as this professional hero of ours, you know, you, you just to learn more. I mean, unfortunately, too, sometimes in death, 
but just about the yeah. fullness of him as yep. a man, you know, and a husband and a, a father. And, uh, you know, it's just all of that is his love of stuff, you know, normal stuff outside of politics. Yeah. And I, um, I remember filling in for him sometimes at conferences as like a, as like a speaker or a panelist. Yeah. And oh, that's like when, when I had to follow Maxine Waters here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you, honey. Reclaiming my time. Yeah. <laughs> they, would, they would always give me his name tag. And I remember oh. people walking up to me and being like, Eric Bowler? And I'm like, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> so eventually I would just start crossing off his name and putting it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not him. It's not him. Um, Trust me, I did, but, it was uh, a church in South Central, and I think the church was actually levitating after Maxine Waters spoke, and then they're like, and now here's Radio Geek Stephanie Miller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hi! <laughs> so, yeah. you know, my writing improved significantly because of Eric Bollard. Um his example, then also his pointers. So yeah, I mean, I all of Charlie career. Pierce and Rude Pundit, and you know, Bob Seska, everybody that uh, you know, obviously all of the writers and amazing thinkers we have on the show yeah. are just you know, Eric. It really is like the guy in the trench next to you just got went down. You know, and his writing was so yeah. so clear, concise, and sharp. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you knew exactly what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. One yeah. of the best accounts to follow on Twitter for almost the entirety of Twitter's existence. Yeah, and the, I mean the way he could get, I mean just like nobody else would gather facts and statistics and you know to, just to prove like like a laser the hypocrisy and the double standard and the both sides do itism. Yeah. Um, I oh by the way wait I found it we have our very first annual uh, Eric Bowler Award. Those <laughs> just reminded me, but uh, uh, the first story I no saw Mickey Const, yeah. But I just thought uh, Eric is uh, probably was proud if he saw can this. Make, can we make um, his name a verb? Left, left-leaning Fox News contributor Nomiki Const uh, deflated host Harris Faulkner's attack on President Biden Wednesday by reminding her that Trump's poll numbers were generally worse than the current president's during a segment about uh, Obama's visit to the White House. Faulkner suggested the Democratic icon had returned because of Biden's falling poll numbers. Uh, Kant said, President Biden got 81 million votes. He's received more votes than any presidential candidate in history of our country. I think he's pretty popular. That's it. Faulkner said, have you seen the polls? Um, he's, and uh, Naomi Nogmiki said, uh, that number, his poll right now, is the highest Donald Trump ever reached in the polls. So you might want to check those numbers, too. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. you. We bestow the very first annual uh, Eric Bowler when you make When you make a right-wing... Um, media outlet eat it it should just i agree i think it was travis who just said it i think we should call it bollarding bollarding yes. yeah a, go, bo- go yeah. bollard someone today yes <laughs> but it's true it's it's you know amazingly carl just that stuck with me that last number he quoted in his last piece on monday mm-hmm. about just the cold hard facts that more people think we've lost jobs mm-hmm. than gained them when we've gained seven and a half million goes to show you exactly how the media is failing and without yeah. Eric here to you know point that out with his razor precision, it, it, I don't know what else to do. But all of us have to have to fill that void somehow. We have to take up his torch. Yeah, I don't think he ever wanted to do it alone, and I think that's one of the reasons yeah. that he came on the show every week, and it's one of the reasons that he started his little mini podcast and yeah. um, started doing his writing in, in audio form. Yeah. He certainly did not um, want to so spend that. time with me and my ridiculous <laughs> fart jokes. He lowbrowed he so that I may it. highbrow. <laughs> uh, he wanted everybody to hear it and to everybody to take notice. And what was great about his media criticism um, was that 
he didn't just correct a story. Right. He pointed out where they were failing holistically, right? Yep. Where yep. were they failing? What were they not doing over a period of time? He had a lockbox of a memory that went yes. back decades of media Facts, coverage. figures, yeah, yeah. Just like a, a photographic memory. I keep, uh, you and know, I keep having... And seeing all of these outlets now praising his work is very, you know... I want them to praise his work in other ways too, by yeah. reflecting it yeah. in their coverage. Yeah, like you know, Eric is watching, right? Like right. Eric is watching, and it's, oh, you know, I can't. It's, do you have like I have like Ericisms in my head all the last couple of days? Like you know, one of the like his quirks that I loved. He was always like, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought, yeah. man, you know, if I'd known how quick it was going to be, yeah, it's like you don't ever need to be real quick because all his points were great, and he'd be like, real quick, because he just wanted to get one more mm-hmm. yep. thing in, yeah. and it, you know, was always uh, he, he knew wish, how, and it just, I thought, wow, his life was was real quick. It was too quick, and it, it, it just the all the jokes about him hanging up and leaving too soon, and I'm like, <laughs> left too soon, you know? Yeah, bye bye. <laughs> and also that he was the only adult human I knew besides Charlie Brown that used the phrase "good grief." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And he used it with like an exclamation point without yelling it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, he did. Good grief! Yeah, he was also a really good radio guest. He yes, was yeah. really professional and yeah, just. I was always so proud when I saw him on TV. Somehow, yeah. like you know, yeah. like he belonged to us, <laughs> like an idiot. But I know when he was on TV because he's just so handsome and so smart and so just you know every show he was on, he just made it better. You know, the great thing about his television versus his radio is <laughs> there was. Uh, significantly more joy on the radio um, <laughs> yeah. for him. People can let their hair he, down on the radio. He also knew that he could get into it, right? Yeah. Television's a different beast, and yeah. he treated it like one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, when people give me credit, like, oh, I love people on your show, or, you know, you've introduced so many people, it's like, I, I'm i the lucky one. I'm just lucky that, you know, I all of you guys, you know, I've always said that, that I think I have the smartest, funniest guests in the country. Like, I'm so lucky that I've had, you know... Ah, Eric Bowler would come on this show, you know, every week for so many years. It's just, it's uh, uh, what a what a joy, you know, what a pleasure to mm-hmm. to expose him to the world. It's not it's me; it's that you know that he took the time for all of us to to share. Oh, you know, it's just this blinding insight, and I think it's just the fact that we just talked to him Monday, Travis. That mm-hmm. you just think that's the lesson for all of us. Someone said, like, be kind. He always talked about that. Just the fact that you don't ever know. It's like if the last time I was gonna say goodbye to Eric Bowler, you know, mm-hmm. on Monday. Right. That, And it happened that night. It happened Monday, you know, and it's, uh, oh, Lord. It's yeah, 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 yeah. And, of course, I got, you know, about 10 minutes before I texted you, of course, I was getting dozens of texts from colleagues from Media Matters over the years yeah. Uh, yeah. asking if I'd heard and commiserating. No, it's- like um, it's like any death in any family, it, right? right? I saw it. I, right. I saw sold at O'Brien. I called these guys immediately. I called Jody. Mm-hmm. I got you know text from you and Bob Seska, Dana Goldberg. And you know, I mean, it's just it really is. It's like, boy, it does bad news travel fast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think, and also I think all of us were so in shock and disbelief. We were like, is this really real? This can't be. You know, there's it's that denial that comes first, right? Where you're like, no, this can't yeah. be right. <clears throat> yeah. Hi, yay, Carl. What you know what? It also hit me that we're all family that this could be all of us one day so you know just saying and all the rest of us will be talking about uh, and seriously put bubble wrap around each and every one of you it will break me I cannot take any more right now bubble wrap yeah. around all of you <sighs> lord alright um, Carl thanks honey yeah thanks love you all I love, love you, you too, too Carl. Okay. 
Stay safe. Hang in there. All right. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh.